This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. November 6, 1968. San Francisco State College has been shut down. That's what San Francisco State University was called at the time, and it was shuttered by police after a failed strike and then a day of protests by student groups. The protests were about representation. Black students and other minorities were angry that they were all but invisible in the curriculum and wildly underrepresented on the faculty, in the administration, and among the student body. The protests had been going on for a year. They'd resulted in the opening of a black studies department, but the protesters didn't think that was nearly enough. The Black Students' Union had called for a strike on the 6th in response to the suspension of George Murray. He was a graduate student and instructor in the English department who was a member of the Black Panthers. He had allegedly urged black students to bring guns to campus, and he said, We are slaves, and the only way to become free is to kill all the slave masters. The strike didn't pan out. Classes met as normal that morning. So the Black Students' Union and members of the Third World Liberation Front met in the main auditorium to plan out a new strategy. Whites weren't allowed in that meeting. So at noon, white radical students held their own rally in a drizzling rain outside the student commons building. Since the black and brown students were meeting behind closed doors and the whites were out in the open, the horde of reporters crowded around the white students, which acted as a handy diversion when the students of color burst out of the auditorium to carry out their plan. That plan was to divide into squads and rouse students and professors from their classrooms. They'd pound on the door, and when it was open, they'd ask the students why they'd cross the picket lines instead of supporting the strike. Then they'd order everyone out of the class. Those who refused to leave couldn't get much learning done anyway. The activists pulled just about every fire alarm on campus and the noise was deafening. College President Robert Smith ordered the school closed for the day. 35 cops from the tactical squad and the nearby Taraval station arrived on campus to try to restore order. They cleared the buildings, which were mostly deserted by then anyway. The Black Students' Union and the Third World Liberation Front met, briefly, back in the auditorium before the cops kicked them out, too. They had enough time to agree on a new meeting place on Ellis Street near Fillmore. They met there for three hours, finally resolving to continue the strike. Meanwhile, the white students marched to the office of President Smith, who met them on the steps of the administration building. He said he wouldn't negotiate with them under these conditions and went back inside. There were no injuries that day, only minor damage, some small fires, an IBM Selectric typewriter got thrown through a window, that sort of thing. But it wasn't all over. The strike would go on for five months. It would cost President Smith his job. He resigned on November 26, replaced by S.I. Hayakawa, a conservative who would later be elected to the U.S. Senate. Hayakawa got tough. He announced the campus would open under a state of emergency. Violence escalated, most of it on the part of the police, and there were dozens of injuries and arrests over the next few weeks, even though attendance was running at only about 10%. Hayakawa ended the fall term a week early. He was hoping an extra week of Christmas break would cool tensions. It did not. Faculty had decided to strike to support the students, and the stalemate lasted into March. Finally, the students won. 
Hayakawa announced an agreement between the Black Students' Union, the Third World Liberation Front, and the school. It included plans to establish a school of ethnic studies, the first of its kind in the United States. The longest student strike in U.S. history was over. San Francisco State University now says that aside from laying the groundwork for what would become the College of Ethnic Studies, the strike defined the university's core values of equity and social justice and inspired the establishment of ethnic studies classes and programs at other universities throughout the country. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.